Welcome once again to The Ohio State of Mind, a show powered by Scarlet and Gray Sports Radio. Alongside Tyler Danberg, I'm Caleb Spinner. We've got a fun week of action for you. A lot of ranked action going back and forth. We're going to talk about women's basketball today. They got back in the win column at Wisconsin. And then the wrestling team, number fifth ranked Ohio State, taking on the number one Penn State Nittany Lions. But first, new episodes premiere of The Ohio State of Mind once a week on Fridays rather than our previous twice a week. This will be the last week that I go through this announcement spiel, by the way, for all of you listeners who have heard it for a little while now. And we are once again no longer uploading to SoundCloud. We are now on SGSR TV as well as our usual podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that jazz. YouTube videos are audiogram for now, but we will plan on doing some video content down the road. But Tyler, let's check in with you here. We're recording on this Thursday afternoon. How are you up to this point? Are you excited for the weekend? I know we've got a duet that happens tonight, or closing out the duet, Well, uh, should I say, women's basketball at Wisconsin, now men's basketball hosting Wisconsin. we got two ranked outings against Penn State, wrestling that we're going to talk about, and then men's hockey. Big weekend. How are you feeling about it? I'm excited for this weekend. I think we've got a little bit of everything going on. You mentioned the duets. The Wisconsin men's and women's basketball little home-and-home series. And then you've got two top ten matchups between Ohio State and Penn State on the ice, on the mats. But you know what I'm most excited for? I'm most excited to try and dish it out and let Caleb Spinner cook on Saturday. Oh, boy. In the Buckeye Media Classic taking on the Sports Society Initiative. That's what I'm looking forward to the most, which you can watch on SGSR TV. Maybe it's been my fault for overhyping my basketball skills, but I have a feeling I'm going to let you down here. I did bring out, though, because we're wearing gray and they're wearing scarlet, I did bring out my old high school Mechanicsburg Indians broadcast network jersey, which is dark gray, and I haven't worn since the spring students versus staff game in the year that shall not be named the week before the outbreak of COVID that canceled my senior year here. So... This will be the first time I've worn this in a good amount of years, so you're going to see the debut. I had to blow some dust off the numbers for it to use it on Saturday. Now, how was your performance when you last wore the jersey? Uh, one for one from the floor with a rebound and two assists. That's I didn't what play they call much. efficiency. <laughs> I didn't play much. Uh, <laughs> it, it was well known around my high school class with whom I played there that uh, I was not the best basketball mind at the time. I've gotten better in the intramural RPAC leagues and the Jesse and South pickup games, but... Yeah, I was not known as a really good basketball player in high school, and my classmates knew that and knew to keep the ball away from me. But let's move on here to talk about some people who are actually good at basketball, and that is the Ohio State women's basketball team. They dropped from 2 to 10 in the rankings after a three-game losing skid that they had going back to that January game against Iowa on the 23rd. But Taylor Theory, Taylor Mikesell, and Cody McMahon were Ohio State's leading scorers with 25, 21, and 19 points respectively as the Buckeyes got back in the win column at Wisconsin. 90 to 67 was the final score there. The win snaps a three-game losing streak for the Buckeyes, as I said, going back to that Iowa game. And we talked about the eight-point slide in the rankings, Tyler, but now that they're back in the win column, they've got some winnable games here on the schedule. Tough, but winnable games on the schedule how high in the rankings would Ohio State jump from this game, if at all? They'll probably make a little bit of a jump. Not too significant, especially with most of the teams in the top 10. 
still staying consistent. You look at LSU, they're still undefeated. I believe they're 21 or no. South Carolina is still undefeated. So probably not that big of a jump, but you'd have to think they're going to go up one or two rankings. Yeah, and you got to remember, I mean, Wisconsin's an unranked team, beating an unranked team by even, what's that quick math tell me, 23 points here. It's not... You know, it's not a surprise. And I feel like most jumps in the rankings, especially most drastic jumps in the rankings, come off a surprise factor. A team that shouldn't have bet, have, shouldn't have beaten that team taking care of business and thus they move up in the rankings. I don't think doing, uh, getting a result that should have happened or was projected to happen is going to boost you up too much. I'd say maybe they go to eight, maybe seven. Uh, but I agree. There hasn't been much shakeup at the top. So not sure how high of a jump that'll be. But Ohio State finished slightly over 55% from the floor, but only 38% from three on eight of 21 from beyond the arc. This was a weakness that we saw in the loss to Purdue, most notably here recently. The commitment to the three-pointer, even when it's not working. It's been a theme over the last four games. Is this an Achilles heel for the Buckeyes, or is it just... You know, a slow half leads to a hot second half. Before this game, Caleb, I probably would have thought that this would be an Achilles heel because, you know what, 38%, that's a far cry from what they had been shooting before that three-game losing streak. Then, here are their three-point shooting splits over the last three losses for them. You look at 7-for-28 against Purdue, 8-for-28 against Indiana, in Assembly Hall, and then they go 8-for-27 against Iowa. And now they kind of tighten the gap a little bit, and they improve their shooting in this game. So I'm going to go and and say that I don't think this is going to be an Achilles heel because the three-point attempts are down and the makes are up. That's always a good pattern to see, and we'll see if it carries over as the Buckeyes finish up their two-game road trip at Maryland on Sunday at 4 p.m., on ESPN2. And let's move on now to wrestling. The second game that we have to talk about here, the second match we have to talk about here, and part of that ranked Penn State duo that happens this weekend alongside men's hockey taking on Penn State Friday night and Saturday night at the Schottenstein Center. But over in Cavelli, this is the second to last home outing for the Buckeyes before the Big Ten tournament on March 4th and 5th in Ann Arbor. Their projected matchups include several ranked bouts, including the co-Big Ten Wrestler of the Week and number ninth ranked overall Jesse Mendez, taking on number one Roman Bravo Young at the 133-pound mark, number seven Ethan Smith battling number one Carter Starochi at the 174 level, and number five Caleb Romero grappling with number one Aaron Brooks in the 184-pound division. Ohio State Wrestling sits 11-1 and overall this season. They're a perfect 5-0 and in the conference so far, including that massive 23-12 to sweep at number 7 Michigan last weekend. How much pressure, how much does the pressure, I should say, of being undefeated in the Big Ten add to this already daunting task of taking on the number one team in the country? Oh, it adds a ton because it provides even more context to this matchup in what is already a heated Big Ten rivalry. It's going to be at the Cavelli Center, which has already already been sold out for the last couple of weeks and I believe most home meets have been sold out already and will be and then you bring in the number one team in the country against number five and it's been a while since these two teams have met as top five opponents and one of them is number one of the country Penn State's coming off a defeat of number two Iowa they knocked down the number two team of the country not even a week ago 
And one matchup that I think we really have to highlight, it's that first one that you mentioned. At 133, Jesse Mendez versus two-time national champion and top-ranked wrestler Roman Bravo Young. You talk about pressure. I think that adds to even more pressure because Mendez is still undefeated as a freshman in Big Ten play, and he's going up against the graduate student and the established All-American reigning national champion. There's a ton of pressure, but I, I think if you talk to anybody with Ohio State, a lot of excitement as well for this marquee matchup on the mats this weekend. That'll do it for us here on the Ohio State of Mind. Alongside Tyler Dammerg, I'm Caleb Spinner. We'll see you next Friday. But for now, that's the show. We're out of here.